Thanks so much for tuning in again. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. My name is John. My name is Arvin. This is Behind the Scenes. Of our best days. Season. Six. It's a season of the six. (laughs) What is that from? So there's an old song called It's the Season of the Witch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was never allowed Mm -hmm, to sing it. mm -hmm. So now that I'm 39, I sing it. You finally got to. Just to be like, mom and dad, (laughs) see, I didn't become... A satanic witchcraft. You're at your house looking person. out the window, making sure they, the they can't. The- yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, how often did you hide things from your parents that were every day in terms yeah. of content? Every content. Day. Yeah. I also had the benefit of uh, immigrant parents, so I could lie about what was being said in English. Oh. I know we've talked about it on the podcast before. I know, but, but it's uh, but anyone who is new to listening, this whole podcast is <laughs> we both work at Victory. Yes. At in a, in a ministry that has multiple entities. We get to serve within the production and yeah. the creative department here. Yeah. Um but we both grew up as pastors kids. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of talk about the behind the scenes of yeah. ministry. And all those things. That's why it's called Behind the Scenes of Our Best Days. I remember, um, remember that song Locked Up by Akon? I want me out of. I can take you to the specific place. Our car was like stopped. The specific red light where I turned it on and my dad was like, what is this? And I was like, no, he's like, he's talking about like sin. And he's locked up in sin and he wants oh. and the part where Akon talks about taking care of his family. I think my dad heard the word family and he was like, oh, praise God. This praise is so good. God. <laughs> exactly. That is so. Funny. Yeah. Sorry, dad. No, that's so, so good. I told I've never wait, told him that. I'll tell him. You should. I should tell him. Yeah. And you go, I FYI, <laughs> I made that. Yeah, absolutely. And then you can say, but look, like yeah. God is still at work in my life and I'm yeah. saved. Even yeah. though I listened to Akon and yeah. Young G's. Hey, <laughs> 100% chance that he'll go. Yeah, I knew that because oh. I lied a lot as a kid. I lied all the time. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. Just to like, I remember cool. accidentally being like, um, I remember we were on our way to take our family picture and no one in the family liked the family picture mm-hmm. because it caused so much stress. Yeah. You know, because my mom wanted us all to match. If we <laughs> wore denim, everyone was wearing denim. I still have that family photo. Oh, all guys. of our family photos. <laughs> and here's the thing. We yeah. would send them out to Victory the Church. Like yeah. everyone that was a member. Yeah, we'd get them. And em. they put their physical address <laughs> on a offering envelope. They got it. Yeah. And people I would see at walmart or yeah. in, or wherever yeah and they would go hey thank you so much for your christmas card oh yeah and i and they didn't and i we sent out seventeen thousand. Yeah. right right and i would go brilliant marketing yes <laughs> and they go your family looks at me every morning <laughs> while i on enjoy a magnet on my yeah on your uh, fridge yeah it's awesome and <laughs> i was just like wow and i was like let me tell you behind the scenes of those smiles yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. how much that i remember i the first time i cussed in front of my dad really yeah now here's the thing i said the h word sure. and the fact that i say the h word yeah should tell you that i'm a pastor's kid yeah 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 that's what it was like yeah that's the that's what it was that's like. the temperature of what's yeah a yeah, yeah and i remember under my breath my dad being like uh my dad being like boys 
get in the car, John, shoes. He was going over all of yeah. these certain things because we had to get to the part. And I was like, chill the hell. Whoa. And I was like, chill the out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he say? Under my breath. And my dad goes, what did you say? And I go, help me out. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he help you it? out with what? Yeah. And I go, I can't find my shoes. Yeah. Because they're in front of you. Yeah, oh, my gosh. And I was like, yeah. like And then I just kind Whew. of breathed and ducked my head and yeah, walked yeah, past yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I wow. think if you grow up in that world, yeah. Yeah. you do kind of like. Yeah. It is what it is. Like, it is what it is. That that's you, what it was. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> that era. Oh of my goodness. Christendom. Yeah. Oh gosh. You Fun know. Times. And I'm thinking about, you know, with this, even with this particular podcast, you know, I one thing I told you about it, I was like, growing up, mm-hmm. I would always the more I became aware of how I acted, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay. I know now I'm now aware of me being a liar to my parents. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm now aware of how I act whenever I'm on a stage. Sure. I'm now aware that, um, Oh, like for instance, me talking to you in a conversation. Uh And then when I got a microphone and victory (laughs) kids and I would listen to TD Jakes and I would talk about binding the witches. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A persona that you'd put on. Persona. Yeah. Once I became aware of that, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Lord, please help me not be this person. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And then I would create a thing called note to self Ah. and I would write these things down. An actual notebook, an actual notebook, note to self. Uh I was like, note to self, make sure that you clean out the sleepy boogers out of the dog's eyes. Yeah. yeah. Because anytime my friends would come over, they would see my dogs and they'd go, "Ooh, do your dogs have a disease? And I didn't want people to think that I was like uncool. And so I'd be like, note to self before friends come over, clean out the sleepy boogers out of your dog's eyes. Yeah. Note to self. Make sure that you throw away all of your wire hangers <laughs> when your friends come over. That way people think that you're rich. Is that not wild? Yeah, it is. But just the it fact is. of yeah. me trying to like be It would well what's interesting is that if if you had like a bunch of the notes to self, it would reveal your motive. Like if you have all these tasks you have to do, you write them down. It's like clearly this person wanted to appear cool or uh, yes it like reveals what you were what was important to you at the time yeah yeah do, you, do any of you guys who are listening or watching did you guys ever create note to self that if you go if anyone sees this they're gonna think i'm a psychopath oh sure oh yeah okay what oh, were some yeah. of your notes to self okay mine the biggest one for me there were things i would do in private this sounds so inappropriate it's not inappropriate when i tell you what it is it'll be underwhelming but there were certain ways i liked to spend time alone that i would never do in front of people because it would be so cringy like one of the ways as i became a teenager my note to self was not something i'd write down but if i was feeling i don't know where i got this idea but if i was feeling conflicted or uh, i couldn't necessarily articulate my emotions and i didn't have time to like journal about it or didn't really want to uh if there's anything emotionally that was difficult to think about, I would put on a, a beat, a rap beat that I got off of YouTube, and I would drive around for 45 minutes to an hour all around Tulsa, and I would freestyle rap what I was thinking. And when the thing about that that was intriguing was you're so focused on getting the words to rhyme, because if you can do that, it sounds decent, right? that I had no time to censor what I was feeling. Mm. So... 
Sometimes I would find out what I thought about something or someone in your by doing raps. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be a, it would it, it would turn into prayer, contemplative prayer, really. Okay, and, eight yeah. mile. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, literally, yeah, knees yeah, yeah. weak, arms are heavy. <laughs> That's it's just me singing that song over. Yeah, no, and you're like that was my. Those were my no. days where I wore a black beanie. <laughs> Me in a, a Persian remake of that movie. That's funny. Oh, yeah. You could do that in Dude, Michigan now. You were yeah. Ollie G. That's <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know who Ollie G is, it's on. Then you grew up like we did. Yeah, then yeah. you grew up like we That's did. You so grew funny. up as a pastor. Oh, I love kid. that. I love but that. But I, I yeah. think that anyone who yeah. basically, um, once they become aware, they make notes to self. Yeah. So something that I have become aware of is, you know, I am currently, and I was talking with my brother, my brother, Pastor Paul yeah. and Ashley Doherty. They're the pastors of victory. We make yeah. notes to self on ministry. Currently, all of us are in this season of life where our kids are young. Yeah. And so like Paul, his big note to self, Pastor Paul is like, okay, we live 25 minutes away from victory. Yeah. That's not including traffic. That's not including getting five kids under the age of nine yeah. Yeah. ready. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. uh, just an insane him and pastor ashley i'm like okay y'all yeah. are yeah you know it's a lot Toronto, our producer has yeah. a baby New baby one month old as Arvin? of yesterday not yet okay no yeah i just was like <laughs> i don't know i, I go we're ready to announce no I'm just <laughs> no it'll be a few more years yeah <laughs> um <laughs> and you know me my three kids that are like you know fifth yeah. grade second grade kindergarten yeah it's so the one so for him his note to self is um and I, this was a game changer huh. that actually came from Ashley's mom who went on to be with the Lord. Pastor yeah. Ashley's preached about it, but like she said, always get yourself ready first mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then kids second. Okay. Yeah. Which sounds like, okay, uh -huh. when you apply that to your life, sure. Game changer. Really? Oh, because if you have 10 minutes before mm -hmm. you have to be somewhere and mm -hmm. you live five minutes away, mm -hmm. your initial reaction is mm -hmm. all the kids have to get ready. Yeah. Hmm. But then you end up yeah. not getting ready and you end up more disheveled and you end up late. Right, right, right. But if you get ready first as the adult. Yeah, yeah. And then you can actually get kids ready in two minutes. I'm sure. Yeah. It's boom, boom. It's yeah. pants, shirt, socks don't have to match. Kids don't That's care. At this fair. age, they don't yeah, care. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the time, anyways. Yeah. So that was a note to self that Paul was like, yeah, get me ready first. Mm -hmm. Kids second. Yeah. Even though we live 25 minutes away, we will always leave 35 minutes. Smart. And that's like a small. So it's like yeah. a little system thing. Absolutely. Okay. So I think, you know, for me, I'm currently coaching my son's second grade. Mm -hmm. And I've realized this was something that me and Arvin were talking about yesterday. I'm coaching my, uh, I'm, I'm helping coach my son's second grade tackle football team. Yeah. And then I have a kindergartner who's in flag football. Yeah. And I get, so I grew up lazy, hating physical fitness. My dad played college sports. My brother was into sports. My older sisters were into sports. Yeah. I was the one who I was like, I want to read comic books. Yeah. I want to watch cartoons. I want to eat cookies. Yeah. And stay inside. Nice. Like outside is for the birds. That's why they live outside. <laughs> yeah. Like humans, that's why God created air yeah. conditioning. Yeah. Which, you know, God yes. created air conditioning for John. Yeah. Um, anyways, and AC then for JD. <laughs> yeah, AC for JD. <laughs> Sorry. No, but I it so yeah. I missed out on whenever I was a child, 
I became obsessed with like fitness and sports and all that stuff when I was in seventh or eighth grade. Uh-huh. So like as a child, I just grew up and I was always on the outside looking in mm. and I didn't want that for my kids. And I see that coming out while I'm coaching my kids. That's fascinating. So I'll snap on my second grader. Yeah. Yeah. And be a poopy dad. Right. Wow. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, instead of saying the C word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> full circle. Yeah. Pastor's kid moment. Yeah. And I will have to like make a note to self as I'm driving to a first and second grade football practice. Yeah. Note to self, John, the whole goal for this is for your son wanting to play football next year. Mm -hmm. It's not for him to be the best, to win. Yeah. The The goal is yeah. he is an eight-year-old. That's so interesting. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. Yeah. As I would as I would tell help, help as out. I would tell <laughs> Pastor Billy Joe, chill up. Yeah. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You're anyways. looking for your shoes. Yeah. So yeah. anyways, it, it it is unique that how we all have note to selves that are reminders. And I think a great thing for those of us if you're a believer, if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit works as that That's reminder. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um and so this is some, and I want you to break down this thing, but like, oh, sure. this was, some, this was something that I've realized is great for ministry. Note to self, to stay humble enough to say I was wrong, mm -hmm. to stay sensitive enough to say I apologize yeah, and big enough to say I forgive. Wow. To say humble enough, to stay humble enough to say I was wrong, mm -hmm. to stay sensitive enough to say I apologize yeah. and to stay big enough. Yeah to say I forgive I was wrong I apologize I forgive wow I feel like mm -hmm. that is something yeah as a man yeah the, I know some of our viewers some of you are in ministry some mm -hmm. of you are not mm -hmm. have you ever worked for a leader yeah and maybe you're this leader that maybe you are like oh man you missed it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you it's embarrassing to go to someone who's under you yeah and say I missed it. Yeah. I apologize. Mm -hmm. Will you forgive me? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. People, I, I, you just don't hear that a whole lot. No, it's very rare. Absolutely. It, you know, absolutely. Um, yeah. My brother's done that to me and he is my pastor and my boss. And so that's a, always unique. Of course. You know, um, you know, how do you feel like that is within, you know, the behind, like of ministry, dude? Yeah. I feel like the person who is um, incapable of saying those three things, there's got to be a reason why. Like that should be your red flag going off of like if you're not able to sincerely, genuinely arrive at a place, even where you let yourself feel that way before you even articulate it, like it's a ticking time bomb. And I think mm -hmm. any story we've heard of things going poorly, it always came from a lack of being in that space, which means usually like the number one cause of it that's so easy to fall into nowadays is that you don't have space to have note to self time because what that really is is checking in with yourself with the holy spirit and having the that the, the sexy word is margin that's like the new everyone margin. loves to say it. it's great it's great that it becomes popular but sometimes if a concept becomes super popular we like to get busy talking about it instead of like yeah, actually when having a concept it. is really powerful and it yeah. becomes yeah popular it becomes familiar and right. therefore it loses its yeah it contradicts itself because you're talking so much about it that you're not having it so when you do actually check in with yourself and let yourself feel the way you feel 
it is the most responsible thing you can do as a friend, husband, brother, person in anybody's life. Because I know plenty of people and uh, who have refused to have note to self time. They mm. don't check in with themselves. That's good. And um, I'm not sub doing you or anyone in particular i just am thinking about i have a collection of people i know who are between 18 and 25 who um they want to exercise their uninvestigated emotions in their relationships and they don't have time to sit down and either journal or you know like process the note to self that you had as a young man and so now everyone else is paying for the thing that they didn't process. So if you don't have note to self moments, it's people, notes to everybody. It's <laughs> notes <laughs> to everybody. That's right. And then people make a note to self yeah, not to yeah, be with like, you. That's an unstable person. That's an unstable yeah, person. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. what happens is if you don't have that internal conversation, then you'll have it externally with people who are not actually responsible. So there are people perhaps uh, who you're having fights with, but you're not fighting with them. You're fighting with, yourself and they're eavesdropping and okay hold yeah. on say that again but yeah. slower for well, me and everyone else sure there are people that you'll have fights with or, or dislike but really it's not about them it's about you and they're just eavesdropping so i can think of 18 year old arvin all of the things that i wanted for my life and i remember there were certain things that i had come to certain notes to self that were actually untrue things i had decided like i need to get the boogers out of my dog's things because people will dislike me or this is not good with me about me people don't like this about me i need to make sure i, I stay away from these things so don't risk being vulnerable don't say the things like i i apologize i forgive you all that stuff you become this hardened shell and then uh every girl i would try to date in college i was uh, bringing my, am I, and I remember, okay, I got to get deep enough for this to make sense. Yeah. I don't want to just speak in vague, ambiguous terms like every single podcast does. So in the seventh grade, the, a group of, a, a kid lied about me and a group of girls in my class thought that I was looking at porn on my phone when I wasn't. Um, but he said that because he wanted the girl that liked me to like him and it worked. It, like He did oh. it. Yeah. And I remember thinking, okay, uh, Christian girls, like guys who don't watch porn. So I'm never going to do that. And I'm going to be the really godly guy, which is really, really nuanced in how difficult it can be. So I equated. Yeah, so like you're like both of those things yeah. are not bad things. Not looking at porn. Sure. That's a good thing. Smart idea. Smart Even idea. Even physiologically smart. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You being a godly guy. Right. Great thing. But mm -hmm. the motive was. I, I will know that I'm enough when a beautiful Christian girl is impressed with my godliness. Wow. So it turned into this 18-year-old self at college. I am talking to 7th grade Arvin, and the girl that I'm on the date with is eavesdropping. That's the example. Because I'm trying to get that kid, like, you don't understand. Like, it's really important that they see that you're a good guy. And it was a, go a godly attempt or a, a God-given motivation in terms of like being a godly person is a good thing in your life. God right. gives you grace, empowers you to do that. But I had this side mechanism by how I was going to do it. Mm. And it's a moment where I'm taking my ability to a God-sized task and I will always not feel like enough. So after 
a couple years of that in college and being like, I just, I can't uh, convince girls that I'm like worthy or enough. And I got into therapy and one of my therapists was like, we got to investigate this stuff. So it really what ended up happening to land the plane here is I took time, a lot of time by myself to the point where I was skipping classes even. I don't suggest anyone do this, but I got all the right books that I needed to get into, the Bible being chief among them, but also like other books about investigating yourself, journaling correctly. And I would spend three, four hours a day doing this. And it was like, oh, wow, 18 to 25 became a seven-year period of self-investigation with the Holy Spirit being the tour guide, being like, I know you're not going to like this, but um, there's this thing hidden in you. You're scared. And then there's this thing from your childhood, and you don't want to investigate it or pay attention to it. I'm not going to take you there just so you can be like disappointed. I want to heal it, but you have to give me permission. So uh, in the film Keymaker that we did here at Victory in 2022, there's a moment where the main character, it's on YouTube now, you can watch it if you haven't. Yes. There's a moment where the main character goes into his childhood home and there's a room that's locked and there's a therapist nurse there with him and um, she helps him unlock the door. So that was an idea. That was an allegory that yes. you came up with for yes, the script. Absolutely. So you you can go back to that that lady to me played like a version of the holy spirit being like i have the keys to unlock the things in your childhood that you locked away mm. the notes to self that you made right. and we're like i have to be this certain version of myself to be enough and uh we can go in there and i can heal it and there are many many rooms to go into and pay attention to. But as you do that more and more, you start to experience internal stability emotionally. And then as you uh, interact with people, you start to extend that stability to other people in your life. And so you start being the opposite of the person who's like, I'm a hot mess, I'm just all over the place. And it's mm. like, no, now actually, uh, as you approach me, I'm like a harbor and you the, the, the ships can actually, you can, depart from them and you can be still i know we're using a lot of metaphors here but it's because we're talking about like sensitive emotional well-being things right but yeah that was the um the impetus for me to reinvestigate that stuff and i think that that is such a that's thank you for sharing that personal yeah, story because i think that obviously you those of you who are listening or watching you probably don't have the exact story that arvin just talked about but yeah. you have a version of that to where yeah. you go okay mm -hmm. i need to become a version of right fill in the blank sure to be enough yeah 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 so that right i can feel worthy or yeah. i can be loved yeah yeah whatever those yeah. things are yeah, yeah. that subconsciously you may you may not know but your soul does mm -hmm. and usually that becomes um a north star for your actions that's right wow you know yeah like it's kind of like if someone that that's why that there's a famous quote. It's not in the Bible, even though people have said it. <laughs> know thyself. Oh, yeah. Um, that is like a yeah. famous quote. But we've I, I one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible that we've said multiple times on this podcast is with all thine getting get wisdom and understanding, wisdom and understanding. Yeah. So understanding of yourself and the more you understand yourself, mm -hmm. the more scripture jumps out at you and all those types of things. Yeah. So like a note to self. Mm. Let's just repeat this again. Mm -hmm. Note to self. Yeah. Stay humble enough to say I was wrong. I was wrong. Let's say that together. One, two, three. I, I was, was wrong. wrong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> it's tough. I'm it's, thinking about stuff I'm wrong about, and I'm going, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, yeah. Li- right true. now, no, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about three people I need to text. And wow, be like, fascinating. I'm wrong. Yeah. I send you a text right now. <laughs> you go one sec, guys. I go, oh, uh, okay. Taranzo and Marvin get a text. That's funny. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> a note to self. Yeah. Stay sensitive enough to say, I apologize. I apologize. So let's say yeah. on the count of one, two, three. I, I apologize. apologize. Yeah. And then big enough to say, I forgive. I, I forgive. forgive. And forgiveness is a journey Mm -hmm. i know i've talked to some people they go i still don't feel good this person Mm -hmm. hurt me screwed me over whatever it is yeah 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 you know it could be in ministry it could be not in ministry yeah it usually it's always going to be people yeah even if it's an organization it if if we were to narrow it down it is definitely an individual Mm -hmm. like if you go i was hurt by this organization like yeah but you're up but you have attached the hurt to the boss to the human resources yeah, director, right. to the whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to a pastor, mm-hmm. to you know a, yeah. a dad, to a mom, right. to a brother or sister or something. Yeah, you've attached that hurt. When you forgive, and this is why it's so freedom, and and it and that's why the Lord's daily prayer, mm. He mm-hmm. talks about repenting and forgiveness. Yeah, um, you know. Today is the day my daily bread. Mm-hmm. Forgive me of my trespasses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I can forgive others. You know, yeah, who trespassed absolutely. against me. Yeah, that is in the Lord's prayer, mm-hmm. and that and people go, "Hey, how do I pray?" Mm-hmm. And then the Lord gave them that outline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It should know. We should know that, like, oh, it is a daily thing. Yeah, you know, as soon as I feel some type of a way about someone who I already forgave, mm-hmm. you yeah. can even verbally say it. Yeah, to yourself, no. absolutely. I, f- I forgive them. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is not about fe- mm-hmm. <laughs> about feeling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's about faith. Yeah, forgiveness does take faith. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. faith that okay, God is at work in me, and God can heal things that humans, yeah. ho- you know, human made holes. Yeah, God can make, you know, can mend those back together. But all of those are great. But they they come from our note to self yeah. moments. Yeah. Anyways, Absolutely. so hey, we just wanted to say thank you for listening yeah. and tuning in and being part of season six of this podcast. That's right. And we will see you next time. Next time. We love see you guys. Thank see you. ya. Bye. Oh, 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 oh.